Hello and welcome to WanderCast, the podcast all about life and luxury, travel, and everything that's in between. I am Tiz Cavetza, Marketing Manager for Wanderlux Destinations, and I'm joined today by Tara D'Agostino, the Dazzling Owner and Managing Director for Wanderlux Destinations. Ooh, Tara, dazzling. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Like dazzling. Well, you know, um, it's true. So. <laughs> Um, but it's always so nice to have you back on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's always so nice to be here. And it's always so great to talk to you about everything that we're doing here at Wanderlux. Absolutely. Um, so today we are talking all about Turkey. Yes. So one of the many fam trips that, um, that you had escorted this past spring was to Turkey and going into it, we, we absolutely knew it was going to be incredible. Um, especially so because our DMC, um, Aida <laughs> Taylor made traveling was coordinating this experience for the group. Um, but before we get into like, you know, all the wonderful things, was there any first timers for this Turkey trip? So most of us were first timers. There had only been two on our fam that had been to Turkey before, but they had both been there like 15 to 20 years ago. So especially a destination like Turkey, when it's been that long, it truly is like seeing it for the first time um, again. I think that's, I think that's probably important too, because um, for those to have that comparison on what it was 15 to 20 years ago versus now, um, but also first timers, I'm sure, you know, you had your, you know, socks knocked off. So I guess, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible and there's no other way to decipher it. It's just amazing. So more than just, I think the best uh, luxury experience was had a fully immersed Turkey has a way of like mesmerizing the traveler. And I think that's exactly what happened. There's no doubt. I was so taken with Turkey from the moment I landed in the Istanbul airport. It's a new favorite destination. I cannot wait to go back because I feel like we just scratched the surface. We didn't get to go to Bodrum. That will definitely be my next family beach vacation all the way (laughs) in Turkey (laughs) Uh, because I just learn so much about it. And the photos are amazing. And when I came into the industry, I'll never forget that Turkey came onto my radar, you know, within the first month of coming into the industry. And I had never really thought about it, but I saw the hot air balloons in Cappadocia and it Mm -hmm. became like this, almost like an obsession, like a bucket list. So to be in Turkey finally after all of these years, it was just something very, very special. Yeah, I think that's probably an iconic experience for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. So leading in um, into this fam, if you want to just give our listeners a little background on our DMC, go into um, just how we went about coordinating the fam and obviously how amazing Turkey really was. Sure. So Aida TaylorMade Traveling came on board with us in November of 2021. Advia Bergaman was introduced to me um, by a wonderful and dear advisor, Jeannie Pirro. And I love Jeannie. Jeannie. Had- yeah. <laughs> and Jeannie had been to Turkey with Aida and she was talking to Advia and, and telling her that to really, you know, get some visibility in the U.S. marketplace, it's really great to have a rep. So the rest is history. I would love to speak about it, VA, because she is one amazing person. You know, Aida is one of the first DMCs, if not the first, in Turkey. And it was um, 
It was created about 20 years ago and it was created by, you know, a Turkish businesswoman. And so number one, I give her so much credit for, you know, forging ahead and being mm-hmm. the first in Turkey. Absolutely. But what I really realized, and I think I already knew this in my heart, but as we were going around and seeing the hotels and, you know, talking to suppliers that Aida works with, Advia is such a well-respected individual in the Turkish marketplace. And so not only is she an amazing businesswoman, but she's also a philanthropist and she works, you know, collaboratively with so many different philanthropies throughout Turkey. And the other thing that she has established, which unfortunately was um, canceled in March of this year, but we are going to push it to the fall is she does her own trade show called Lux in Turkey, where she works with all of the finest um, (laughs) hotels and suppliers in and throughout Turkey. And that takes place in Istanbul at the Kavitsky. So again, I think, you know, like all of our partners, we've always chosen very wisely, I have to say, (laughs) but when we get to the destination and we see how integrated they are with the people they're working with and how respected, I just always know that we've made the right decision. And honestly, if an advisor is, you know, has a client going to Turkey, I mean, Aida is is who they should use, uh, no doubt, hands down. <laughs> Absolutely, very impressive indeed. I'm um, just hearing about just all the philanthropic efforts and just the pioneering. I guess it's it's she is a pioneer in that industry yeah. in Turkey. So yeah, yes. to be affiliated with that is actually a wonderful partnership there. So um, that's a little bit on the company itself, but going into planning this fam, um, if you wanted to just expand on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, this was a part of the epic European tour. So Italy first, then Greece, and then we I headed to Turkey. So it was very easy to get from Athens to Istanbul. Uh, Turkish Airlines is an incredible airline. And, you know, it was a really amazing itinerary. I mean, there's so much that you could do in Turkey. But for so many of us who are first timers to Turkey, we kind of did a more traditional route, right? Mm -hmm. So we started in Istanbul, we went to Cappadocia, and then um, we ended up in um, Ephesus, which was really, really, really special. So, you know, again, Bodrum is a very, is, is a hot spot and a place that I want to get to, but we really wanted to give everybody the nuts and bolts of kind of Turkey initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Turkey does span two continents, which is so incredible. And a lot of people don't know this, mm-hmm. but you're up in Asia. And so um, Istanbul is split between the two con- continents where a lot of the rest of Turkey um, is considered Asia. So that is very exciting. And I mean, I can go on and on about the food. I'm such a Mediterranean <laughs> lover of food. So, you know, the meze that comes out before your main meal, I mean, I just go nuts for that. But well, I yeah, think- I was following this on, on um, social media. So I have to tell you, it certainly whets the appetite. I agree yes. with you about uh, European cuisine, Mediterranean cuisine, delicious. The um, other thing I really want to mention and, and really drive home is, you know, I, I think when I was telling people I was going to Turkey, there were kind of two reactions. One reaction is, oh my goodness, I've heard so many amazing things. I can't wait to hear all about it. And the other reaction was, is it safe? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I cannot stress more that being in Turkey has some of the highest hospitality service, the kindest people, 
that I have ever met in the world. There was never an issue with safety. I never felt threatened. Our group never felt threatened. And I just want to really drive that home because there are certain perceptions that come from certain countries and you kind of wonder where they've come from. But all I can say is it's completely, completely, completely safe. Well, that's what I was going to lead into was, you know, obviously Turkey is a must, but how can an apprehensive traveler feel confident? And obviously that would be connecting in with our DMC, connecting in with the right, you know, um, advisor. But if any other traveler has any, like, what are their concerns? You're kind of putting them to bed. So Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people ask me all the time, just in travel in general, that I'm a female, I'm traveling alone. And am I ever, do I ever feel scared? Do I ever feel unsafe? And the answer to that is no. And that is because I have everything planned in advance and I'm not just winging it. I'm not just getting a cab. You know, I pay Mm -hmm. the extra money for a transfer with an insured and bonded and vetted driver. So that is a very important component, I think, to feeling safe anywhere that you go in the world. And as long as you're dealing with reputable people and reputable companies, you can, I feel, I've been a lot of places and I've been a lot of places alone. I feel that you can feel very, very safe. I agree. Absolutely. Turkey is incredible. It's this fusion of cultures, religion, history. It's, you know, old and modern. It's, it's all of this beautiful contemporary mixed in with, you know, uh, remnants of the past. I mean, it's, if you, I mean, this can go on and on, but if you want to just kind of encapsulate that, just share a little bit of what really kind of stood out to you. Yeah, well, so um, as you know, Turkey is really an Islamic country. And so one of the things that I really loved in the religion, religious aspect, so we did go and see, you know, the grand, the grand mosque and the blue mosque, and we were able to be inside. And of course, um, women do need to wear head coverings, you do need to be pretty much covered head to toe. And I think that's the beauty of it, because Mm -hmm. here in the United States, um, even though we have, you know, this wonderful, um, mix of culture, you know, going to a different place and kind of being very invested in it was, was, is always, um, interesting to me. And for me, um, Islam is such a beautiful religion. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to be in Abu Dhabi with my family in March and we went to see the grand mosque there and then to come to Turkey and to be in an Islamic country and to kind of, um, be a part of, of that. I have to tell you, I feel a huge sense of peacefulness Mm -hmm. when I'm in the mosque. Um, I think women look fabulous with the head covering (laughs) (laughs) and then you don't have to do your hair. Um, (laughs) but you know, I, I came to um, want to hear the call to prayer when I was there every day. There was something very calming about it and something very beautiful about it. And it's something that I'm not so familiar with. So I really embrace that. Um, And again, it's such a mixture of culture and two continents and the food. And, um, you know, it was, it felt, I felt very at peace there. I felt very at home there. And they have such a deep and long history, which we learned about, you know, basically everywhere we went, that you just have to have reverence for, for this place and these grounds, because they are not only, you know, holy grounds, they are, um, it's a, it's a part of the world that has 
been very active um, with religion and culture and people for thousands upon thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and your guide, speaking of just the fact that you were kind of told the history everywhere you went with the group. So uh, do you think for the traveler, having a guide is kind of like a must? Yes, especially in a place like Turkey, because I don't think a lot of people go to Turkey knowing, um, knowing what to expect or knowing a lot about Turkey. And I really, um, I really think a guide is, especially the first time you're in a place, um, and the first day you're in a place, getting a lay of the land, going around the city, getting kind of a rough and dirty overview of where you are of where you're at and the significance is so important, you know, and I think a lot of the architecture, you know, if you don't have a guide, you're kind of looking at these beautiful buildings. You're like, but what does it mean? Mm-hmm, and exactly. so they, they give you that idea of what it means. Um, we also, you know, you do the fun stuff too. So um, Aida has access to the roof, rooftop of the Grand Bazaar where, um, where uh, a James Bond was filmed. Yeah. So, so the we got to do all that. Thing, right. It's so funny because I'm like, <laughs> we get up there and we're signing all these waivers and we're signing our life away. And I'm like, well, what's the big deal? We're just like going on this rooftop. And then I rolled like, down oh, the no, no, no. We're like walking on the, on these paths on roofs. I um, know. Well, you definitely have to have a, a sense of balance in order to yeah. do that, but it is pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to really Yeah. And so, and then of course we spend some time in the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul and, um, you can get amazing silk, amazing gold, amazing jewelry. Uh, and that was in the spices as well. So that was such a wonderful experience. And I could have spent all day in there. It's probably good that I didn't spend all day in there. <laughs> um, and of course, the linens. And it, it was just oh, incredible. So, I mean, yeah, I would say a minimum of two nights in Istanbul. If you can swing three, there's just so much to see. It's such a vibrant city. And I just, like I said, I mean, and also the hotel product is quite amazing. Hospitality, service, food. I mean, you name it, Istanbul's got it. So that's kind of like what happens during the day. You know, you have those great shopping opportunities, the the tours, you know, the guide leading you through. But what about the nightlife scene? Is there anything for those that like to kind of head out in the evening? And Yeah, so we became a little obsessed with hookah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there are, you know, hookah lounges everywhere and hookah is very mainstream in Turkey. No, the, the nightlife is very vibrant. Um, so you have anywhere from, you know, hotel bars to clubs to vibrant restaurants. And we were pretty much hanging out in the hotels more than anything else. But yeah, hookah is a thing and I love it. And I, <laughs> I, I need to like, really bring it to the United States, even though I know it's here, but. Well, I know there's, I know where there's quite a few, so I can can share (laughs) that. I can share that with you. Um, But um, just, okay. So Turkey by land, sea, air. I mean, you kind of did it all. Um, all. You you had the hot air balloon experience. You had the yacht experience. Um, So those are really also kind of musts when going to Turkey. Yeah. You know, the, um, It's really interesting. Cappadocia also, as you hit on it. So we flew from Istanbul um, over to Cappadocia. And it's, you know, when you land, you have about an hour drive, but it's all of like, you know, the ferry, the ferry castles and the ferry mountains, um, as they call them. And 
you know, I didn't realize about Cappado- this about Cappadocia, but those were like, people were living in those mountains and those, and they were monasteries essentially. So I had no idea, like I knew Cappadocia and I knew the hot air ballooning and I knew it was like, like otherworldly in terms of the landscape. Yeah. But I had no idea the history of Cappadocia and the people who lived, who lived there. And I mean, that is just so amazing. So other than the hot air ballooning, just kind of walking through these, you know, interesting um, mountains um, was just something like. And that's in the past. There's no people are still living there or no, that's just something from the past. That's just something from the past now. Yes. Yes. Um, And then, of course, we did a very traditional Turkish restaurant in Cappadocia with like the music and the dancing and just like it was family style. And oh, my gosh, I have never had a grape leaf better than I've had. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been to Greece many times, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They're so good. They're a little bit different than the ones in Greece. They're thinner and they've got they're a little more vinegary. um, But. Oh my gosh. I was like eating them. Like I was just like ordering the plate for myself. <laughs> so good. I've only had the Greek ones. So yeah, that sounds, that sounds delicious. Out of your ballooning experience, uh, obviously, you know, like we said, that's kind of iconic um, and poetic and just yes. beautiful itself and a must. And obviously uh, through uh, Aida, uh, that can all be coordinated. All those experiences can be coordinated um, with them. Um, specifically. So we kind of talked about that, except we didn't hit on your mastery over pottery. (laughs) (laughs) So that's something else we did in Cappadocia. Of course, you know, their pottery is very, very well known and very famous throughout the world. So um, I did, I got to, you know, do pottery with a master artisan, which was amazing. And then, you know, I, um, did purchase a piece of hand-painted pottery, which is now hanging in my foyer. It's here. I saw so, it. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I just, you know, I have things all over my house that remind me of um, all of this wonderful travel. And so, I, you know, I feel like when I look at these things every day, they bring back a different memory for me. Um, so, you know, they spark a lot of joy. Absolutely. And then we did, of course, the very traditional Turkish rugs. So we went and did that. I have not received my rug yet. It's on its oh, way. Oh, it's on the way. Oh, how I bought, Yeah, I bought a 45-year-old traditional <gasps> Turkish rug. Um, so I am so excited to get that because I just, I knew I had to to have it right so isn't that what's nice about travel it's you can bring back a little piece of that experience and like you said you're kind of just walking the halls of your home and it sparks a memory and and that's kind of like the beauty of it it's almost like you know photographs Mm -hmm. it's just a piece of your experience that you get to relive every time you walk across it or walk down the corridor and it's just it's just something really special yeah. It is. It is. So I'm so fortunate to have had those experiences. And then um, after Cappadocia, we headed to Izmir. And so when we talk about, you know, the the thousands of years of history in Turkey, we go to Ephesus and the house of the Virgin Mary. And that's where they believe that she actually passed away. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I didn't know Not that. Even growing up Catholic, I didn't know that. No, so I know. Like, yeah, we're in the house I'm of right like, this where she came to die. And I'm, I was just like, I couldn't even 
And I still can't like my head to kind of um, grasp that thought in a way because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is where we live. Yeah, yeah that's, it that's was pretty huge. huge as a Catholic, absolutely. Yeah, and then um, the ancient city of Ephesus or Ephesu, as they call it, um, which again, I've seen so many ancient ruins. This one was, you know, probably one of the craziest that I've ever seen because you're like literally walking the village and only 14% of it is actually excavated. So it was huge. And to think that only 14% is excavated is kind of crazy. But what I loved about it, you know, because I'm a shopper and I love fashion and I love like (laughs) designer brands is that you literally had the part where, you know, you're walking down the street and you're like, oh, this is like the mainstream stores. And then you're like, these are the designer stores. And you could see like they had, you know, more intricate tiles on the floor. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just Mm -hmm. kind of interesting to see how, you know, nothing really changes. It all kind of stays the same, you know, whether you're ancient history or current history, um, but it all kind of, it's all, it's all the same. Yeah. It's that, I think that's what the beauty of that fusion is. Yeah. You know, the past and the present. I think, I think definitely um, Turkey hits it. Um, but outside of that, is there anything that I'm missing? I'm sure you're going to go back. Like you said, you've got, you've got plans for Turkey in the future, but um, is there anything that our travel advisor listeners or travelers um, should definitely know about Turkey? I think the most important thing is to put it on your client's radar. We have had several clients there, even this winter, because Cappadocia is amazing in the winter as well, um, have clients there. And so we actually had an advisor who had clients in Turkey, and then they went to the Maldives, and they got to the Maldives, and they said, can we please go back to Turkey? <laughs> and and they were a very young couple. So I think the most important thing is put Turkey on your client's radar, especially for those clients who have kind of done most of Western Europe, done a lot of Eastern Europe, include Turkey in an offering to them. And again, this could be in the summer months because, of course, they have some of the most pristine and beautiful beaches in the world. Um, And again, uh, um, putting that together with Istanbul, you have kind of that historical part of a trip as well as the relaxing part of a trip. But I, I think it's just, it's a place that just opens your mind and opens your heart. And I am just so taken with the people and the culture and the religion and the food. It's one of those places, especially for a traveler, that if you don't go to Turkey, you're missing out. It, it definitely has to be a place that you go. Well, I totally agree with you. And I know that I think our fam uh, attendees absolutely were enchanted. They um, loved it. it yeah. I, I, can't, I can't imagine not loving it. But um, but I'll be included. I mean, we got to smoke hookah every night. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one other question. So do you think that turkey is like a combo? Like, can you, like you did, like, can you hit Greece and then like, go head over to Turkey. Do you think that, or is it kind of like just a standalone, um, would you recommend or? Well, absolutely. You can definitely pair it with another country. You just need to have enough time because I would hate for someone to come to Turkey and maybe just pop into Istanbul for two nights and then not see anything else because Mm -hmm. there's so much to see in Turkey. And I think Istanbul is kind of just scratching the surface. With that Mm -hmm. said, um, if, if you only do have two or three days to see Istanbul, I mean, it was such a quick flight. I think it was under two hours from Athens. 
So Greece and Turkey do pair very, very well together. So I would say a week in Greece, a week in Turkey. Um, but again, if you have, if you don't have the time, you know, Turkey is in and of itself a, an amazing destination. So uh, agreed. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. agreed. And of course, I will be including information on our Turkey DMC in the show notes. Um, you can also follow Wanderlux Destinations on socials at Wanderlux Destinations or over on our website, wanderluxdestinations.com. And as always, yeah. don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And thank you, Tara. And thank you to our listeners. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.